The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net, where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon, and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. In this episode, I want to talk to you guys about spirit guides. Spirit guides hold a very near and dear place in my heart because I work very closely with them when doing readings for other people and just in my everyday life. I met my first spirit guide before I met my guardian angel uh, or other or became aware of other members of my soul team, which we will get into more in upcoming episodes. Spirit guides, though, in particular, as I had mentioned, really hold a special place because they feel like a best friend, like a mentor, like a guidance counselor, perhaps but they really do work very closely with us. Now, one thing that I do want to share is that everybody has a spirit guide on their team, at least one, at least one, uh, but more realistically, many, many more, because we have spirit guides to help us in all different aspects of our life, not just the one that is sort of, quote unquote, the main guide that sticks with us from beginning to end but others that will come and go depending on what it is that we are going through in our lives. So for instance, if you're enrolled in school or you have a job, you have a spirit guide that is there to help you with those endeavors. Not only do they help us with physical endeavors like work or completing projects or things like that, but they also are here to serve us emotionally as well. So you could have a guide that's assigned to you to specifically help you through a tough time, to give you strength, to give you like a warrior spirit to get through that. You may have a guide who is there to celebrate with you in your accomplishments. So we have guides for all all different reasons. And to us, perhaps some of those reasons may seem mundane. Uh, And we would expect our guides to be with us only at the profound moments, but they really are there with us all the time. And they really want us to know how 
much they love us and how much they support you in your endeavors. Anytime I do channel readings for others, the common theme, the thread that connects all the messages is that every team wants their human to know that they are so loved and that they are so supported and they have this team with them all the time. And that goes for you as well. Very important for you to know that you are very much loved and very much supported and guided by this team. And they very much want to have that relationship with you so that you know this. What separates spirit guides from other members of your team are that spirit guides have actually lived lives in physical form. This is important because they're then able to empathize with us in whatever it is that we go through in our daily life. That's important when they are helping us from the other side. Some may know as heaven or the universe, nirvana, whatever you want to call the other side. They're operating from there. And what we know about the other side is how much love it exudes. And when you're in a place of love and happiness and nothing can go wrong, it can be easy to look at somebody's hardships and say to them, don't worry, this will pass. You know, you're fretting over nothing. When the person who's going through that hardship doesn't want to hear that, that's sort of the last thing that they need to hear. So it's important to have these guides who are able to support us not only during the good times, but also when we have our hardships and for them to empathize with that so that they can provide us the support that that we really need. And so they have learned to do that by experiencing life themselves and carrying that with them when they then support their human in physical form. When it comes to the main guides, know that, that your main guide or guides have been with you from the beginning of your creation when your soul sparked. It was a chosen agreement at that time. Now, as far as if, if, you know, if you had any choice in that or how that whole process works, I don't know yet, but I do know that from the beginning, that connection is made and there are no accidents in spirit. So know that your guide that was selected for you has been perfect for you from the beginning. Now, I do want to share with you a few ways and perhaps how you can meet your own guides. I did talk about how my guide was the first of my soul team that I really got to meet. You know, now that I think about it, I think I have to retract that statement because I did meet Jesus Um, in a dream before that, but that will be for another episode. But I do want to share that as far as spirit guides, they were definitely one of the first two that I was able to meet on my team. I have three suggestions on how you're able, how you might be able to meet your guides if you need to. So I want to share with you three ways that you can try to meet your own spirit guides. The first way that worked for me and has worked for me the majority of the times that I've met my guides, is in my dreams. What I recommend is that you ask to meet your spirit guides or guides 
in your dreams. And then you wait. You wait until until you meet them in your dreams. And then you'll know that it's a real meeting because you will remember the dream well. And that's how most people know that they have had a visitation in in their dream versus a normal dream. The second way to meet your spirit guides would be through meditation. There are lots of great guided meditations out there that are intended to help you meet your guides. And that's one way that I would recommend. That was how I was able to meet one of my guides was through guided meditation as well. So I highly recommend that method. The third way could be a good way for those who perhaps find meditation difficult, but it's by writing. Some may know it as channel writing. You know, if that seems too out there for you, then just being in a zone and writing aimlessly is a good way to perhaps put it. But you would put the question out there that you would like to meet your spirit guides and whatever messages that they have for you, you're willing to listen to. And then after you have written that question down or asked it out loud, you just want to start writing and you just write whatever word or thought, idea, image pops into your mind. So, you know, you can draw images if that, if you're, if you're more of an artist, if you prefer to write with words, you can certainly do that, but you just sort of start writing. That's all that you do, writing or drawing or doodling. And then that way you're able to look at it later. So my biggest advice really for any of these methods is that you trust what comes through. That's the hardest and the most important part of all of this is trusting what comes through. And then from there, you can, you know, analyze it as much as you want to, but trust that that was a true experience that you had if you did meet uh, what you believe to be your spirit guide in your dreams or in a meditation, or if you received words or images that sort of just came out of nowhere. Another important thing when it comes to the writing or the drawing is to not analyze and read or not sort of analyze the image that you have come up with. It's important to read it when you're when you're finished with your session, when you're finished writing or finished doodling or drawing, because then you sort of will get in the way of the process. What's nice about channel writing is that the writing keeps your busy mind occupied. It gives it a task, something to do. Then that way you're able to receive messages from the other side without analyzing it or or putting too much pressure on it. So that's what's great about writing or drawing and channel writing that way. Well, I certainly hope that one of these methods works for you. And if you have any others to share, that would be wonderful. Please feel free to do so either on any of my social media accounts. Um, I'm on Facebook at GuidedWest11. I'm also on Instagram at GuidedWest. You can find me on my website if needed at laurawest.net. But if if you have any others to share, that would be wonderful. Um, Perhaps they may help someone else to connect with their guides. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to chatting more in our next one. And that was another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Thank you.
I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.